Hi, and welcome to Joy Within. I'm Indra, joining you from Barbados, and today's podcast episode is Be the Boss of Your Phone, Not the Other Way Around. Encouragement. Remember when BBs came to town? I mean, blackberries, the phone, not the fruit. I remember the first time that shrill triple alert resonated through the room. Weep, weep, weep. And even then, I had the thought that this whole phone thing could become an annoyance if not managed. Is your phone bossing you around? Is it your phone or are you its person? Y'all, the other day my phone hollered at me. Ding! And then another. Ding! And another. It went on like four or five times. One or two is pretty much the norm. No big deal. I don't like rush and fetch and check it like a newborn babe every time it makes a sound. But this one time stood out as it was like so many notification notes. So many that it could almost compose a short song. Had it been a cluster of inspiring quotes, you know, Bible verses or beautiful pics, it would have lightened the moment. But nope, the message was as sharp as the tone of the phone. Clearly sent in panic mode, as we sometimes can do, a sister on the contact list was offloading, putting pressure elsewhere to alleviate her frustrations. In essence, trying to demand my immediate attention. It worked. And only because it was her. And though I sent a quick, like, one-liner note to share that I was cooking um, and not available at the moment, the phone kept on singing over and over and over again. So, this reminds me of this lesson. The volume button is there for a reason. And we can actually use it for those moments where we need to create boundaries to maintain and enjoy quiet moments. So be the boss of your phone and not the other way around. Okay, yes, like laptops, because essentially they are laptops, they come in so handy for scheduling tasks, managing social media, checking email, posting pics on Insta, recording melodies and voice notes, connecting with friends and clients, listening to podcasts, hosting or joining webinars and all the rest of it. Oh yeah, and taking calls and getting texts. Smartphones have become these pint-sized password-protected super machines that not only gobble up a lot of our attention, but they all, all also often demand it through a playlist of notifications. Do you have a phone or does your phone have you? Well, here are some steps that you and I can make to be the boss of our phones and not the other way around. This whole AI thing, artificial intelligence thing, you know, we hear it like a distant um, buzzword. But I believe that our patterns now and our awareness now can lead to certain behaviors and practices and gadgets that are already in the making and about to be introduced on the market. So we need to be aware of how we our attachment to this, what looks like the small things, because these small things, as you see, have big um, ramifications, consequences, and results in our relationships with each other, and just our, our, our being present in the moment of each gifted day. So steps that we can make to be the boss of our phones. Turn off unimportant notifications. You prioritize to suit you, because yours will be different from mine. I really only have 
WhatsApp giving me notifications. That's because that's my um, close friends, sisters, and um, some of my coaching clients. So that's why I keep that on. That's the only one I keep on. But for you, maybe you have a large family. You need to monitor um, your business and your family at different platforms, but you work it to suit you. So when we're out for a meal with people, remember that you're out for a meal with people. So your phone does not count as a date. Keep up your handwriting skills and give those poor thumbs a rest every now and then. Refuse to take your phone in the bathroom. That's something I really can't understand, but no judgment. All I'm just sharing as a little reminder is your phone is not toilet paper, nor is it soap. So it really has no purpose in the bathroom. Now, maybe if you're a mom or your dad and that's really the only place that you can have um, for some sort of quiet time, even then your phone is not quiet time. Set your phone in another room, drawer, or designated space out of eyesight at nighttime. And this is something that I myself have to do a little more diligently. I usually set it to a side, but um, I think it's helpful if all of us maybe have a cutoff point where we um, get off our phones at night or even in the evening. And so if you've done this successfully or you find maybe you already, you put it in a different room or you have been successful putting it in a drawer and then not looking at it until a certain time in the morning, feel free to record a voice note or just message me on It's Joy Within at Insta on Instagram and share your insight because I'd love to learn and also to share with others in another episode. So let the battery life go to 1% sometimes. Test your attachment to the, what's it called? A device. Replace any idle phone time with a light, healthy activity. And that could be gardening, painting, walking, just enjoying a coffee or a tea. Dodge the notification trap door that Facebook has. When you download the app and you sign in for the first time on your phone, you're going to be asked the same question about three times. It's like this trap door, naughty kind of um, approach that they have. And each time the turn on notifications or continue without notifications option is going to be on a different side of the screen. Left and right and left, I think it is. But just be aware because it can subtly confuse you into accidentally turning on notifications if you're in a rush to log on. Don't lay down with your phone on your head or your chest or under your tummy. Your phone is not a child. It is not a hot um, a water bottle. And I don't really think that's so healthy. I don't have any health information to back that up, but I really don't think it's healthy for any um, gadget or device to be on our body, especially when you're lying down for hours on end. Dare yourself to travel without it sometimes, whether for short walks or supermarket visits. You'll find things like breathing, eyesight, hearing, speech, and movement remain the same. Politely but firmly let your contacts know your phone habits. For example, is it all right if your clients call or send messages at 3 a.m.? Well, let them know. Email is a different story. I'm not a fan of using my phone for WhatsApp or on WhatsApp at night unless it's like a close amigo who's usually only sends messages um, like a, a kind thought, a prayer request, or in a case of an emergency. It may not be easy, but it's healthy to remember that your phone is not an appendage. Phones come in handy, but let's not hand over all our information and give all our attention to gadgets that are dubbed smart. That wouldn't be smart. 
Does your phone require layers of access codes and techniques just to access it? Face scan, thumbprint, two jumping jacks, one saliva sample, two twirls, and a swoosh of the hand just to get online. If you're not in a high security job, what in the world is on your phone? If you temporarily misplaced it or the charger, are you likely to, one, become anxious, two, lose your temper, three, have a restless night, even if you know that it's somewhere in the house? As a blogger who also manages a few social media pages and connects with clients via email and WhatsApp and post pics on Insta, these little computers called phones can be oh so convenient. But that can be an invitation to become dependent on them. If we're storing the same info that's on our laptops and desktops, if you have all three, I only have two of those things right now, but no wonder we're guarding phones like they're living, breathing things. From family pics and like calendar of events to email contacts and contact names, pics and numbers, we're essentially traveling around with mini offices in our hand. So before we realize we've gone too far, let's take a moment to assess where we are in the relationship with our phones. And since when did we ever even have a relationship with a phone? In closing, quick question. Who is smarter, man or phone? Please do not Google that, but let's study it just for a sec.